get there, we're going we're gonna to use this as a jumping off point. Amen. That's what the elders used to say. Text is nothing but a good jumping off point. Amen. Maybe it, maybe it joins in with everything, but sometimes God just needs to give us a little bit of word. Amen. The Bible says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And verse 2 says, and forget not all his benefits. For who forgiveth all thine iniquities? Who healeth all thy diseases? Verse 3, the Bible says, who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Verse 4, and the Bible says, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles? Amen. That's a good passage of scripture, but I, that um, is not the exact one I think I was looking for. Amen. Praise God. It is. Amen. Because I put the right scriptures in. There's only four of them there. I want to go back to verse number two. That's the one I wanted to focus on. And forget not. Well, verse one says, bless the Lord, O my soul. All that is within me needs to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And then verse number two comes back and he says, forget not all of his benefits. That is a command from the Psalms. That we should never forget the benefits of the Lord. What are his benefits? He forgives all iniquity. He heals all diseases. He redeems the li- your life from destruction. He crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies your mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. Amen. Another place says, they that wait upon the Lord. That word wait upon the Lord does not mean I'm, I'm just standing there, Lord, I'm just here, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for you to show up. No, but that word wait in the original is, is like a waiter or a waitress in a restaurant is waiting upon those who have come to be served. Amen. Wait upon the Lord, I say, he said. Wait upon the Lord. Amen. And he said you would mount up with wings like eagles. You will run and not be weary. You will walk and not faint. He said, wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. We're here tonight. We're going to magnify the Lord for just a little while. Amen. You can, let, let's, let's glorify him before we're seated here tonight. I, I want to I, I worship him just for a few moments today. My God, you're worthy to be praised. My God, I have come tonight to reflect on your goodness and your mercy. Truly my soul cries out unto you. Hallelujah. Praise God for saving me. I love you, Jesus. We thank you for your goodness. Amen. You can be seated. Amen. Praise God. If we need a title, I'm just going to use this title. Forget not all of his benefits. Forget not all of his benefits. Amen. Bless the Lord O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. I came tonight 
to remind, if it doesn't help anybody else, let me tell you something. That truck drive on the way back from the office today has done my, my soul some good because I began to reflect on what God has done for me. And I didn't have to go very far back, Brother Darren, to realize God has been blessing this old boy. Amen. Do I deserve every blessing that he gives me? No, I do not. Amen. But I do know this. I am thankful for his blessing today. I'm thankful for his benefit this evening. Hallelujah. If you can tell, I don't have written down commentary for my notes tonight, but I just have a few scriptures. So just bear with me. I want to go to the word of the Lord here this evening. The Bible says in James chapter 1 and verse number 17, the Bible says every good gift and every perfect gift. Everybody say every perfect gift. Everybody say every good gift. Amen. It is from where? It's from above. And it cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness. Everybody understand what no variableness means. Amen. There is no changing in God. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Neither is there shadow of turning. Every good thing that comes to us comes from above, and it cometh down from the Father of lights. Amen. Colossians chapter number 1 and verse number 12. The Bible tells us that we are to give thanks unto the Lord. Which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Giving thanks. The writer of Colossians said. The apostle Paul is encouraging the church. Look you've got to give thanks unto God. He has made you made us meet to be partakers of that inheritance in light with the saints. Amen. We can go to 1 Chronicles chapter number 16. Amen. And, and here we see in, in 1 Chronicles, this is an Old Testament passage of Scripture. Amen. The Bible tells us, oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Why? Just because he's good. Just because his mercy endureth forever. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalm chapter 136, uh, amen, uh, verse number 1. Praise God. I don't, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and for his mercy endureth forever. I'm going to go find First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 34. Amen. Hallelujah. Chapter 16 and verse 34. Yeah. Oh, give thanks. Yeah, it's the same exact thing. Oh, give thanks. But verse 5, I wish I would have, I wish I would have went on a little bit further. Verse number 35, he says, And say ye, save us, O God, of our salvation, and gather us together, and deliver us from the heathen, that we may give thanks to thy holy name and glory in thy praise. Amen. First Chronicles, they cry out. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he's good, and his mercy endures forever. Psalm chapter 136 and verse 1. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. Amen. The Bible, actually, in, in several psalms there towards the end of the book of Psalms, uh, you'll find where this phrase is repeated. 
For his mercy endureth forever. For his mercy endureth forever. I think it's important that we as children of God understand that his mercy wasn't just a one-time experience for us. But we have the opportunity to experience his mercy forever. The scripture teaches me that his mercy is made new every single morning. Hallelujah. I'm thankful for it. Psalm chapter 145 verses 8 and 9 says this, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He is slow to anger and of great mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. Amen. And I can't go through all of these without going to Psalms chapter 150. When the Bible tells us here, praise ye the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in the firmament of his power, praise him for his mighty acts, praise him according to his excellent greatness, praise him with the sound of the trumpet, praise him with the psaltery and harp, praise him with the timbrel and dance, praise him with stringed instruments and organs, praise him upon the loud cymbals, praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. And so tonight, I want us to do some, I I want us to have a testimony service. Now, I want to preface this with, this is not an opportunity for us just to go and begin to maximize our focus upon what we used to be, but it's about us looking back and saying, hey, that's where I was, but I want you to thank God for where you are today. Look, I'm not where I want to be. I know there's a lot of places, amen, that God wants to take me still from this day forth, but I want you guys to understand that God has been doing some awesome things. Brother Tuffy, God has been good. Amen. I sent you guys a text tonight, amen, because I wanted you to be prepared and be ready and thinking about the good things of the Lord, amen. And I, and I only got a few texts back, so, um, so some of you, maybe God just hasn't been good to you like he's been to me, amen. I'm just being silly, don't be mad at me, but I'll tell you this. I do, I do want to on on the on our New Year's Day service. I I, I want to give us another opportunity for all of us together to build one another's faith by reflecting on what God's done for us. And I want you guys to understand this this isn't going to be one of those things that just happens every once in a while. I, I want I want to somehow incorporate this in some form or fashion because let me tell you something. I do believe that there is power in preaching, and I know that preaching is necessary. But can I tell you something else? The Bible tells us that we need to encourage one another, building up each other, helping each other. Amen. I I believe this is one way that we can do that. Amen. I'm not saying testimony service is going to override our our preaching time, but but I do want you to understand, I believe it's important that we encourage one another, amen, with, with the goodness of God. Amen. And so what I want to do tonight, I'm going to kick it off this evening, and, I, and I'm going to give God some glory, and then I'm going to, 
I'm not going to give it all. I don't know if Brother Brother Blake is listening in tonight, but I'm not going to give all of his testimony because I want him to give it, and I want you guys to hear it from his mouth. But I do want to give you some of the things he, he sent to me tonight. Amen. And uh, But I'm going to get there in just a minute. So I'm going to give my testimony, and then I'm going to open it up to somebody here that you can give your testimony. And I want you to be... I want you to give God glory while you're doing it. Amen. And when you're done, amen, then I'll, I'll give Brother Blake's testimony. And then after I'm done with that, somebody else can take the mic. And uh, I, I am asking that you please use the mic tonight just because we have so many that weren't able to come this evening. Amen. And I don't know if they're listening. I haven't checked to see if anybody's listening. But I do. I would love to have this recording because uh, this it goes back to what I've been saying for the last few months. I have a box here on the on the on the uh, altar, and and if there, God's been doing some answering some prayers, if God's been been blessing you, I, I'm asking you write it down on a sheet of paper and let's throw it in this box. Amen. This will be uh, there'll be times where I'm going to stop and I'm going to go open that box in the service, and we're going to go through some of these things, and we're just going to let God get the glory from it. Amen. You with me tonight? Amen. I want us to focus on His goodness. Amen. It'd be so easy for us to focus on the bad things. It'd be easy to do it. That's our nature. But guess what? My God's not bad. My God's awesome. And my God is faithful. And so tonight, I want you guys to be thinking as I, as I begin to, to expound on the goodness that God's given to us. Amen. I know we've already, been, we've already said thank God for, for a lot of things. Um, we had testimony service a few months back, I believe it was, and and uh, some of us we, we gave some some uh, our testimony then. And but but I, I began reflecting over my life this year, and I began thinking about what where we were as a church, and what we were when we began this past year, and where we're at today. Do we have a lot more people in the church? No. But can I tell you this? We have some solid people in this church that God has begun working in their hearts and in their minds and in their heart in their lives and God is preparing people's lives. I'm watching it, brother Tuffy, God's doing it in this church and he's preparing our lives to be able to be vessels of honor that he can use for his glory. Amen. And I, I cannot, I don't want to go through and, and just start naming things in other people's lives. But in my own life, I know that I have drawn closer to God than I've ever been in this year. And I'm thankful for that. I know that I have been able to spend time in the Word of God more this year than I ever have. Amen. In all the years that I've been here pastoring. And I'm thankful to God for that. Amen. I, uh, another thing that I'm super thankful for is, is to have my own home. A home that I that I can call my own, and 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 knowing that God has provided me the finances to be able to support my family in a good fashion, and that God has blessed us in such a way that 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 we can see great things happen at the church because of God's provision time and time again. It's not all about money, folks, but it is about God making sure we as His people always have what we need, and I'm thankful for that. Amen. Today, we, uh, in fact, a couple of weeks ago, I can't get into a lot of the detail, but, 
But a few weeks ago, we were scrambling as, as, as a company. We, we weren't about to shut the doors. We're not about to go bankrupt or anything like that. But my company got together and we're like, okay, we need to make a plan to make things better. And my boss, how many of you guys have ever had your boss call you and say, hey, will you spend such and such a day with me in prayer and fasting for my company? Well, I did. And that was unique to me. Never had that happen. And we spent a day fasting and we spent a day praying and asking God to give him wisdom as the, as the CEO of our company. And can I tell you guys something? Today when I left the office, we now have contracts being signed that are going to keep half of our team, over half of our team that have been without work for over six months. No, I can't say half of our team. It'll keep all of our team and then some busy for the next six months. Signed contracts. No, no waffling out of those things. We're going to be able to, to spend time and make sure we don't have to lay anybody else off. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. I hate seeing people have to go because we can't afford to pay them. Does that make sense? But today, I landed a contract myself. Another guy landed a contract, and I got another contract that's in the works. And you guess what? God is so good. Is it about the money? No, but it's about, it's about solidarity, and it's about knowing that God is still providing for those who trust in him. Every good gift and every perfect gift cometh from above. And I'm thankful for it tonight. Praise God. I'm thankful that all of my children have the Holy Ghost. I'm thankful that my children don't complain when they come and, and I ask them, hey, will you, will you play this song for me? And I throw it on them at the last minute, but they have a good attitude. And uh, yeah, I'm a proud dad. Can I, can I be a proud dad? Is that all right <laughs> with everybody? Amen. I love my children. Amen. But let me tell you something. I'm watching the kids in this church grow a de and develop a love for God. And can I say this? They're not getting that just because that's in their nature. No, they're getting that because we got some parents and we got some adults in this church. Brother Tuffy, you are an inspiration. You are an inspiration not just to me, not just to other adult men, but there are children here. And Brother, Brother Mendez, Sister Mendez, we have children watching us. And their desire for the kingdom of God is going to grow because of us. And I'm thankful for it. Amen. Praise God. Well, I'm finished testifying. Somebody else want to testify tonight? Amen. I'll turn this mic on. You get to go first. <laughs> no. Well, uh, my testimony, uh, Pastor was talking about um, thinking about what the Lord has done and um, what he's brought me through, how I've been blessed. I have been thinking about this this month more than I've probably ever done in my entire life. And I think that uh, having the rent paid, um, transportation, a good job, um, health, uh, 
think all of those things are amazing. And I think it's just proof that God's word is real. But for me, this month has been a, a different month. And uh, another verse that Pastor said is that God's mercy is renewed every morning. And I had forgotten that. I had heard it, but I had forgotten that. I don't believe that as a Christian, and there's a, there's a meme out there that's, that's popular on the Internet that says, if I do all of these sins, God's not going to judge me. I just need to, just to love people. And, and it hurts me. It doesn't even make me angry anymore. It used to. It is just sad to me that people believe that that is remotely true. But for me this month, it's been me watching the lives of other people around me, whether they are living in sin or whether they are living for God. And I am able, and not because I'm anybody at all, I honestly believe it's after two years of preaching prayer to me, my pastor preaching prayer, I have finally taken him up on that, and I am purposeful in my prayers. And I, I ask God to open my ears. And I could ask for a nice house, and I could ask for a nice car, and I could ask for a perfect family. I don't ask for those things. But in those things that I ask for, when I think that he's not listening, I find that he shows me where I make mistakes. It's easy for me to see the mistakes in the lives of other people. It's easy for me to think <clears throat> that I have the answer for them. But what I have noticed in God is that he loved me through all of my mistakes, even when I wasn't willing to look at them. And when I ask him to show me them, just like he'll give you every other need that you have, his mercy showed me those things. And they were ugly. And I didn't like them. And I did it when I wore a suit. And I did it when I was at church because it took place in my mind. It wasn't pornography. It wasn't the laundry list of maybe things that other people or I've even struggled with before in my life. I watched people struggle with church and, and uh, listening, I guess, was probably the easiest way to put it. And I know that as a person, there have been times that even when it comes across the pulpit, if I don't like it, I personalize it and tend not to listen to it. And I tell you what, my testimony is this, is that my daughter Cynthia told me what she was studying in the Bible, and I felt the Holy Ghost. Something happened in my father's life that had him ask particular questions of me. And I felt something in the Holy Ghost. I did pick up the same scriptures that my daughter was reaching. And I felt something in the Holy Ghost. And in all of that, in the story of David, I didn't take out that he was a sinner and he slept with another man's woman. 
and he killed her husband and he got away with it and God forgave him. I saw a perfect man in David who had not sinned. I saw a perfect man in David that had a friend named Jonathan that he loved like he loved himself. And I saw a king that loved that friendship so much that he invited him in to the king's house. And then I saw when David did his very best to protect the one who brought him into his home, I saw the jealousy in a kind act. I saw the anger in a, in a good deed. And he tried to kill David. And I know that in my mind, I looked at other people and other situations around me, and I kept a tab tally of what was fair and what was right and what was supposed to be according to my mind and my thought. And nothing that David did deserved for him to be hunted down. He did nothing at all, nothing wrong. He did everything right. And, and there I was, <laughs> counting fairness. David didn't deserve it. What got me, what, here's this is it. What got me was when Saul went into the cave and David cut his, his wardrobe and showed it to him. David was repentant. He was repentant because he knew that he had basically called Saul out. He didn't hurt him. But he called him out. And I know that I had called people out in my mind. And all of those occurrences in my life weren't happenstance because when I was in prayer, I asked God to show me so I could become a better person. So I've got a, I've got a nice car. God provided us you know, a way to fix our car, $6,000. Who would have thought? Got good family. Got a great pastor. I got a wonderful church family. I am blessed. But God loves me so much, he'll show me the error of my ways. And then he gave me a way to fix it. He didn't just let me there and show me, and I just tucked my tail between the legs and did nothing. I was able to make it right. And that, to me, is blessed. That, to me, is, you know, it's, a, it's an over, I overcome I overcome, and I just overcame by facts. I was wrong. I made a mistake, and, and whatever I got to do to make it right, God, I'll make it right. And that gave me strength. It gave me power. No matter what, people are going to let me down. It's hurtful. I love my family. I love my church family. Everybody's not being saved, and I hope that people are praying for me the way I'm praying for people that don't make it back. Because I love them and because it, it all takes place in my mind. So I'm grateful for my pastor. I'm glad that he tells me things that sometimes I don't like. I'm grateful for the bishop who brought him up that way. I'm grateful for the Holy Ghost in him that helps me every day. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful that my young son walks around me and, and says, God is faithful. Daddy, God is, God is faithful. I never said that when I was a kid. I never heard that around my house. It just wasn't anything I ever heard. So I'm thankful for all of the things that I have, but I'm thankful 
that I've been shown the area of my way. That helped me more than anything. This, this month has been the greatest month that I have ever had, and I love everyone around me, but it's because I was intentional with my prayer. That's it. Amen. Well, we serve a deliberate God, and I believe it's his will that we be deliberate with our life in all ways. All right. I sent the message out. Brother, uh, Brother Blake texted me. He said, you can tell my, my story, Pastor. I said, well, I want him to tell his story with his, with his passion and with his love for God. And I'm going to give him that opportunity to do so. But, but many of you don't, maybe you do know, but God, God brought him from a crazy, crazy background. Um, he, he actually was raised in church, a Baptist church. His grandfather is a Baptist preacher, Baptist pastor. And uh, he was raised there. Um, but he uh, was on drugs uh, for six years. And he said he OD'd twice. And uh, the second time he OD'd, he said he remembers in his subconscious, he's crying out to God, God, if you can get me out of this. He said, as he was in that OD state, he said, I felt heat all over me. He said, I just knew I was on my way to hell. And, uh, and he can correct me if I say something incorrect. He said, then, then Kristen was there showed up, got him up, and they left. And uh, he said that ever since then, he left there. Uh, he obviously got married to Sister Kristen, and he got baptized in Jesus' name. Later, he received the gift of the Holy Ghost. He said, I backslid, but I came to the Truth Church, and I prayed back through. And that Sunday, I'll never forget, Brother Nelson was here preaching, and Brother Blake was down here praying. And I knew when God had delivered him, and he went home that afternoon and dumped all of his alcohol right down the sink. And God, God provided a wonderful way, God, to, to bring back a young man. Amen. Praise God. God is, God is really good. Those who want to change, God will help them change. He is faithful in that. Amen. Praise God. Anybody else want to testify? Praise God. Because I, I, never mind. Praise God. Well, Tuffy, do you have a testimony? You want to testify? Yeah? Come on. <clears throat> Give glory to God. Well, first off, I want to say thank you, God, for bringing me from where I was a year and a half ago, two years ago, 30 years ago. in mysterious ways. I told it, my dad was put on hospice and passing away was God pulling me into church and saying, hey, you need to start coming here and doing this because we grew up, we didn't go to church. We didn't 
have church family, you know what I mean? And, and so this is like totally different to even my kids. I never made them go to church, never never even crossed my mind to go to church. We, I didn't know God, didn't know Jesus. You know, I just assumed, oh, as long as you do good deeds, everything's going to be good and everything's going to work out you're, you're for the best. And as I've read the Bible a couple of times and I'm learning that that's not the way you get to heaven. You have to accept him into your heart and repent of your sins and, and be aware of your sins that, that he's pointing out as you get baptized and you get filled with the Holy Ghost, then all your sins, they start, it starts pointing out at you. And, you know, I'm, I'm happy I got married this year. That's something I said I never would do. I never was ever going to get married. And God said, yeah, you are. <laughs> And I'm happy I quit drinking, you know, and, and he took away my cigarettes the day I got baptized. I haven't had a cigarette since the day before. And I'm just happy that, you know, he's been so, he's been so good to me. And, you know, but I feel that I was talking to a guy that came over and talked to my dad when he was on hospice today. It's the first time he's seen me. And he mentioned that, you know, that that was God's way of getting me to come to church and opening my eyes up was through my dad's being put on hospice and his sickness. And, you know, I don't know, yeah, how he can make a bad thing that's really sad, you know, losing your, your parents is really hard. I lost my mom when I was six. Um, I lost my stepmom 10 years ago and then my dad last year. And the way he took something that was really hard and made it into something good. But then, you know, it's unbelievable. I mean, and that's my testimony. <laughs> God is so good to us. God has been faithful, and he is always there looking to help whomever he can help. But you have to first make that move. Amen. You almost got him. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Well, God is so wonderful. I, I got, yeah, right? I'm over here. You can come fly in my face now. All right, so Brother Blue did text me, and uh, he said this. He said, well, of course, the blessing of this new home. And I'm thankful God provided them a, a nice home that's warm, that when it gets down to, what, negative 14, I think, is the last I saw on the thing for tomorrow night, uh, that they're going to be not in this camper, potentially freezing to death. But they're going to be in a house that is warm and that is that is comfortable. Amen. And I'm thankful for that. Uh, thank you to this church for praying for them. And uh, in fact, it was it was Jared I was talking to this afternoon, and he he said, you know, he said it's just amazing what God did for Blue and Rini. And 
And I think we all realize what God did in that situation. Amen. I don't know how many of you realize the, the waiting list of people to rent houses in this, in this town is, is astronomical. People want to rent these houses down here. We don't want to go back to the city. The houses down here are, are affordable. And uh, the list that she was put on was just crazy. But I believe, Brother Mendez, that God put her in the right place and God provided that home for them. Amen. So that's my testimony for them. Amen. And he also said, I'm, he said, thank God for waking me up every day. Amen. And blessing me with an awesome church family and my family and friends. God is so good. Amen. Anybody else want to testify to God's goodness? Praise God. <laughs> rock, paper, rock, scissors. All right. Every day, honestly, God is good. And um, I think some of the coolest things that I've seen, like for the first and apparently last time I got to go to Heritage, and that was a big deal for me because I remember when we first started coming to church and my stepdaughter went to Heritage, um, man, she was different. And she got to hear like some of the preachers that were like, you know, sort of famous so to speak in the apostolic world but I remember it wasn't even just the person it was just the move of God was so strong that this 14 year old kid could come back and be so on fire and so I always told myself one year we're gonna go we're gonna be able to experience that and and not only did we get to experience it but my my two kids got to come with and go to kids church and it's like they had so much fun you know and it's just a privilege to be a part of that, and I'm so thankful for that because I feel like it was a moment for our family to just hang out, spend time together, and and just focus on God and still have fun in the process. So that was one of the big things that I'm super thankful for. Um, of course, I'm thankful for my job and, most importantly, the people that I've come into contact with there. I mean, I've got to meet other apostolics from different churches like it's so crazy how it happens and then you just instantly click with these brothers or not brothers but sisters from church right and and you you don't even know them but you instantly are like best friends and you have everything in common and so even the people that maybe aren't holy ghost filled just regular people that are looking for something more it's still such a privilege to be a part of their journey and some of the most vulnerable times in their life and even the family members so I'm really grateful because I've been able to just talk about God and I never would have thought that my job I'd have that freedom to speak so honestly and blunt with people about like do, do you really know God though so I'm super thankful for that um, and uh, today I got to go to my ultrasound and you know look at my little baby and it's kind of crazy because before I had the Holy Ghost I tried to have a child a couple times and it never worked and here I am now kid number three and it's just it, it blows my mind that God would even trust me to be a mom because it, it's very difficult but like not only that but to have the privilege to be able to raise my kids 
that God intended them to be raised. You know, I, I get to start a new pattern. I get to be a part of something where we're breaking generational curses. And it's not because of me. It's because of God. It's just somebody who wanted to change. And God was there. He was right there. And, and he's going to continue to change me. And I have a lot to go, but I'm just so thankful for that. And I want my kids to experience that too and to see that there is a better way of life that's not full of hurt, pain, drama, chaos, just destructive ways. Like there is a better way. And I'm, I'm glad and I'm seeing that around in, in our church and people changing and growing and developing their relationship with God. It's just, man, it's just awesome. You know, God's faithful. He, he's never going to leave us. He's never going to give up on us. It, the only time that there's distance is when we're really distancing ourselves from him. I'm just super thankful, and I, I honestly believe that this upcoming year and the years to come, it's just only going to get better. Sure, we're going to have problems. We're going to have struggles and trials and all that. I just truly believe that good things are coming, and I'm hopeful, and I know that the Lord will return one day. Don't know when that will be, but, man, it's just, it's just we're getting closer to the target, and I'm just so thankful for that, and I'm thankful to be in church. thing is you got to understand jesus said mark chapter 8 and verse 34 and when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also he said unto them whosoever will come after me let him deny himself take up his cross and follow me the key is whosoever will you've got to have a desire to let god change amen Praise God. Yes or no? Amen. Praise God. Real fast. I really know what you're going to do. One thing that I know he talked about it shortly, um, about things that have happened this year, um, us being able to get the house that we got. Um, I don't know if I went into a lot of the details with Jeremy and I discussed it with my husband, but um, we were able to get the house, able to have the money that we needed for the down payment almost exactly um, because of being able to um, get a contract at work that allowed me to make quite a bit more money than I would have made if I just would have done even picking up extra shifts. Um, and in that, um, in getting that contract, there, it actually was not my turn to have the contract. Um, there was somebody else that had more seniority than I had, and she was on the list and would have accepted the contract, but my manager somehow missed putting her name down, um, and so the contract went to me. And um, so they had offered it to me, and I had accepted it, and then the other girl's like, hey, wait a minute, why didn't I get the contract? And so anyway, it really was not even um, supposed to happen. It was not supposed to come to me, but because it did, we were able to have the money when we needed to um, to make sure that we had the down payment for the house and all of that, which would not have been possible. But I just believe that God kind of just, you know, it was a mistake in what the manager had done, but at the same time, I think God just kind of knew how to work it out and make all those things happen. Yes. Amen. God knows how. And, uh, you know, I, everything, when it's in God's timing, we know 
that all things work together for the good to them that are the called according to his purpose, not our purpose, his purpose. That is what we have to understand. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about him and his kingdom. And when it's all said and done, he's going to receive the glory because that's who he is. Amen. Because he's worthy of it. <laughs> uh, he's been good to us. I mean, I, I've said this many times and I, and I, I just, my heart is just full and overflowing right now with all the goodness that God's been uh, provided to each and every one of us. Hearing your, your testimonies of, of, of God still loving us so much, he reaches down and he speaks to us and he works in our hearts. He gives us the opportunity to experience his mercy. And I, you know, I was thinking about our, our home. I, I'm thankful that God blessed us with a home that's ours. And the reason I say this, we haven't said a lot about it because I don't want people thinking that I'm, I'm just boasting about the things that I have. But look, I wouldn't have what I have except God gave it to me. And I want you to understand, we, we looked at this house two, almost two years ago when we were looking for homes originally. And this house was sold. And I was bummed out, though, Darren. I was, I was man, that was the perfect place. And, uh, yeah, it has its problems. Yeah, there are issues, but... This past year, in January, in December, we told our, our realtor, we said, look, we're looking, we don't, we only want to, we are only looking in this area. If we can't find a house, we're just going to keep looking until one shows up. Brother Tuffy, I kid you not, I don't know if it was January 1st, or it was sometime in that time frame that as soon as I, I laid down in bed and I said, hey. I just got an email. You remember that house we looked at in Lacine two years ago or whatever it was? It's back on the market. And we both liked it. And we both wanted to go look at it, but it sold so fast. And uh, I messaged her, and I said, hey, no, this was in April, wasn't it? I don't remember it. Anyway, there was a point in time, but it was not yet on the market officially. We got the pre-market list and I emailed her and I said hey we want to go see this house what do we have to do to be the first people in the door and God provided a way God provided a way that day we were there there was another family there as we were leaving they were coming in they asked me what I thought about the house I told them all the bad things about the house and uh, <laughs> not all of them I said, but there are a few concerns that I have. And we worked it out with the homeowners. But at the end of the day, they put an offer before we did. And then we put an offer. And God worked it out. Obviously, we're there. God was good to us. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not about just the house. It's, it's about the fact that God knows them that are his. And he takes care of them. The scriptures tell us over and over that his eyes roam to and fro throughout the earth, watching and knowing the righteous, those that are his, and taking care of them, because that's who God is. Amen. Can we give God some praise right now before we wrap up this evening? 
Lord, we love you, Jesus. We thank you for your grace and mercy. God, I thank you for every testimony. God, I thank you for every good thing that you've done. God, I'm asking tonight that you would reach down. God, and continue answering prayers. God, continue changing lives, allowing the Holy Ghost to lead us and to guide us in your perfect way. We love you today. We praise you for it. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen. Well, just keep in mind, folks, that we do have, uh, we have church this Sunday, and it's going to be at 10 a.m., and we're just going to get together, have service, and then once we're finished, we can go open Christmas presents. Maybe you already opened them before you come to church. I don't know how it's going to work out, but let's come and let's worship the one who was born for us to celebrate in this time of year. Praise God. Amen. God is good. Love you very much. You're dismissed tonight in Jesus' name.